Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Eschback. And I just want to fly. Finally, a reference that you made that I don't hate. You're a Mark McGrath stand too. That's why I bleach my hair and have it spiked up at all times. <laughs> I knew there was something uh, that you and I had in common. Just our spiked up bleach blonde hair. And well, our love of puka shells. It is a timeless look. Uh, yeah, um, man, I'm, I'm ready to throw it back to the 90s of this week's episode. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I would never. It, I mean, really, if I had traveled back in time, I'd probably go to Orange County in 1995. Uh, is that when uh, Third Eye Blind uh, <laughs> hooked up with... Uh, That's when they were traveling six? to uh, San Francisco, and they saw a bunch of people on the Golden Gate Bridge and got the... Uh, and got the inspiration to write Jumper. Oh, man. That's big time. Yeah. Yeah. little musical history for you. Aw, hell yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about what we came here to talk about, or do you have some news that you want to share? Baby girl, I have some news. I got a lot of news for you here. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I've had, like, some... Uh, Alex and I have had some difficulty getting started and it just tried to turn our, our meeting now. We're, we're not live this time. I uh, tried to put me in safe driving mode. I'm not driving anywhere. <laughs> well. I promise I'm not ignoring you, Alex. I swear. Uh-huh. Sure. I am not in the Target parking lot at this moment. That's good. I believe I wouldn't you. do that to you. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. You are not. Uh, but here's some news. Okay. Uh, we, we've got a, a new movie uh, announced. In the Spider-Verse from Sony. Oh, yeah. The Craven the Hunter movie. Yeah. A Craven the Hunter starring Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. What are your thoughts? How do you oh, feel about I, A, the casting, and B, the fact that this is a thing that we're going to have to watch? I like Aaron Taylor Johnson, and I don't care. Oh, yeah. I could not care less. Venom, Venom I get. Venom yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Venom was a character. does not make sense. No, Venom was a character that, I mean, I already loved. He's been one of the most famous Spider-Man villains, has featured in a ton of solo books, and yet we're getting Craven the Hunter. Yeah, and Morbius, and Morbius. Yeah, that's true. And I guess Morbius has had some solo stuff, but... Uh, uh, yeah, Morbius has had solo book as well. Uh, I still, there, I could be wrong, but I can't think of a single solo Craven series. No, I don't think you're mistaken. In fact, I wouldn't put Craven in my top 10 Spider-Man villains. Oh, he's easily in my in my top 10. Okay. Well. He's got a lot of good storylines in Spider-Man. I'll say that. Sure. Sure. He's pretty basic. <laughs> uh, other news. Uh, Thor has finished filming. Alex, how do you feel about that? That's great. Uh, I was actually more excited that Taika Waititi's other project, Reservation Dogs, got uh, an announced release date on FX, uh, but that has nothing to do with comic books at all. Oh, cool. When is it coming out on FX? Uh, September 2nd, I believe. I think September 2nd Ooh. or September 9th. 
I think we get what we do in the shadow season three, either the week before or after. Oh man. And then like another week or two after that, we get why the last man, which just got announced for September. Yep. And that, that I'm very much looking forward to. It could be terrible, but like we've waited around so long for this. It's something that we've wanted to see in another medium for a long time. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it when it finally is here. I'm nervous that it's not going to live up to my hype and expectations, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Will it make me throw away all my extremely valuable Why the Last Man absolute comics and Why the Last Man number one? Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. I'll be waiting <laughs> uh, by your dumpster on that day. <laughs> uh, it says here on my notes that Seth Rogen's, uh has a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie set for 2023. That's nice. I mean, like, I like Turtles. I'll probably watch it at some point. But, like, nothing... My, like, love with Turtles, like, ends from the original cartoon show and the uh, first three uh, people on puppet costume movies. How dare you? Have, Michael have you Bay watched, is a cinematic turtle stuff. That, that's not that? Uh, I was very drunk one night and I watched half of the first Turtles movie. And I used the term watched loosely. I think I saw 10 minutes of it. Yeah. Before I was just on my phone and not paying attention, I, I watched the, the new ones, like the ones like Stephen Amell and uh, oh, what's her face, uh, Megan Fox. Yes, and they were to me they were just forgettable for what they were. Were I mean were the were there at least some like moments where they like paid tribute to the fans of the younger stuff, the older stuff? I can't even remember. I, no I remember that. Us. I remember that Raphael is moody, which which he's supposed to be. But that's about all I remember. He's booty. <laughs> Close, moody, super. Uh, <laughs> he Raphael just has got that ass. Is what yeah. Alex is saying. No, I'm saying that if Pearls had hair, he would have that swoop cut of an early 2000 uh, emo band. <laughs> we, Kevin Eastman, and I decided that. Raphael was going to have some fucking dunk. I think Lil Nas X uh, based that video on Raphael and just what he thought Raphael would be doing. Uh, I don't get that reference, but I'm sure it's oh, wow. out of the you park. You are an old. You are officially an old. I mean, my hip-hop references only go from the Sugar Hill Gang to the rapping grandma and wedding singer rapping the Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> wait do you remember other rappers from that time or is it still just the sugar hill gang just sugar hill gang and just okay. that one song <laughs> from what 1981 or 79 to <laughs> uh i think that song came out in 1842 <laughs> uh, uh what was that classic hit called that everybody remembers uh it was the star spangled banner uh <laughs> Now, do you, do you have any more news for us, or is that is that all the news that's fit to print? I love that you keep saying that. Um, that's it, really. There's a slow couple of news weeks. Okay, well, let's go ahead and jump into uh, this week's episode. We're talking about Marvel's Modoc on Hulu. Yeah, we are. Uh, this is something that you and I have both been extremely excited for for fuck a long since it was announced, since we knew that this was yeah. even a thing. Um, and let me tell you, 
I'm fucking excited. Did you say spoilers? No, but spoilers. Good, good call. Yeah. Uh, this is the. This was going to be one of four Marvel animated series on Hulu. Uh, two of them got canceled whenever Marvel TV rolled into um, the MCU proper. And I assume this is going to be the last season of this for that reason. But this is far. Too, this is too far along in production. We lost a, I believe, a Dazzler and Tiger show, which would have been fun. And we lost a Howard the Duck show uh, by Kevin Smith and Dave uh, Hillis, who did like Squid Billies and Your Preface Going to Hell, w- w- which I would have enjoyed seeing as well. But those will not make it light of day. But we are getting a hit monkey TV series. Which is so bizarre that that's the thing that these are the two shows that they kept, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's because, I mean, they're too far along in production. Animation is expensive. So they they want to scrap them. Yeah, uh, I get that. Um, the animation style is like a robot chicken, uh, yes. like that. Uh, it's by the same studio that does robot chicken as well. Uh, and they did a, a fantastic job, really improving on what I remembered from when I was fifteen. Yeah, no, this is much better looking than robot chicken does. Um, but it has that same claymation look. Uh, we've got a pretty good cast as well. Uh, the main cast, the Modoc, is played by Patton Oswald, who also wrote a Modoc comic that is has the exact same characters as the uh, the TV series. It has his family in it as well. Uh, his daughter is played by Amy Garcia. People might know from Lucifer. Uh, ben Schwartz plays his son. Uh, Melissa Romero from the Nine Nine plays his wife, and John Daly plays his super adaptoid. Uh, and then, do you want to mention the 50 guest uh, names that are on this show? Because, holy shit, this show is just chock full of massive, massive names. Yeah, in we the also comedy had world. Uh, Wendy McClendon-Lovely from Reno, 9, uh, Reno 911 playing uh, Monica, basically the scientist supreme. Uh, we have uh, Sam Richardson from Veep uh, playing Gary, who's kind of like Murdoch's right-hand man. Who's fantastic? He's great at everything he does. But like not mentioned, we've got some great guest stars too. John Hamm playing Iron Man, Nathan Fillion playing Wonder Man. Uh, we got Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Bill Hader. Who else? Yeah, Bill Hader's. Yeah. That's, that's like five of the guest stars of like seventy. Like they're just everywhere. It's almost impossible to clock them all. Brian Posehn's in it. Uh, and the I know that we, we went from dropping A-listers to Brian Bosane, but hey, yeah. Brian Bosane's amazing. No okay. arguments. Uh, basically, the premise of the show is that Modoc is like he is a super villain in the series, but he's not good at it. He is the head of AIM, which he's also not good at running AIM. Uh, and he's also not good at keeping his family together. He has his own home life, which is different than what it is in the comics. Yeah, uh, how do you feel about uh, the the kind of change to this? And actually, before I ask that, let me ask ask you: What's your level of familiarity with Modoc? Uh, pretty familiar. Yeah, I kind of had a feeling you would read just about every Modoc, everything. Uh, I, I will say that, like, I like the change for what it was. I mean, this is a claymation style of comedy show. I think it worked just fine, especially since his son was my favorite character in the entire series. Yeah, Ben Schwartz as his kid. Uh, oh my god, yeah. it's just nonstop. It's it's like if John Ralphio got uh, you know 
a starring role in a television show. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit different because like while John Raphael is inherently selfish, Lou is just incredibly unaware of how his actions might be perceived by others. He's just always upbeat and optimistic no matter what. He's got great plans for his uh, bar mitzvah. <laughs> oh, oh my, is Scott mitzvah? <laughs> I wish. What would have? Would you have just came right there on the spot if they had said that those words? I mean, I, I'll always have that episode of you located, and no one can take that away from me. That's true. Nobody will ever attempt to take that away from you. True. You deserve that. But that's all you get. That's all you get in this world, man. This show was so fucking funny. Um, there's multiple uh, episode arcs uh, about Third Eye Blind. Uh, um, Jesus Christ, what did what did you love about this series? Let's start there. Um, I love. I mean, I I loved that they pulled deep from the Marvel canon. Like, I love. Oh, that. that's an understatement, baby. Uh, I love that we had characters like Wonder Man for an entire episode, which I think Nathan Fillion was going to play Wonder Man in Guardians of the Galaxy originally, or Nathan Fillion was going to play him, which I thought was kind of a a nice little. That's funny. Egg. Uh, but I love that like we get the bar with no name. I love that we have the armadillo. I love that we even get like Mister Sinister in there to say a few lines. Oh yeah, he he's in there for a hot second. God, it was so fucking cool seeing an actual X Men and some shit. Oh, I know. Yeah, that. And that gave me hope as well, too. I'm like, oh, maybe we'll actually start to see some of the X-Men property in the Marvel Universe. I think that was the first on-screen appearance of an X-Men character with the larger Marvel Universe since the uh, merger. Or the uh, Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't think there's been another one unless there's some cameo Easter egg that I'm sure that there already is in some Marvel film. Well, I I guess we're not. I, I guess we're WandaVision, technically. I mean, there's there's the debate though on that one, right? Like, is Wanda yeah. a mutant? Is she? They not? had their chance and they blew it. Yeah, she's not a mutant. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Unless. Um, look, multiverse let, of madness. Let's stay focused on incredibly in-depth Modoc show. So, who's your favorite character on the on the series? Oh, Lou. Yeah. Okay. Lou and Modoc. I mean, Modoc is is the classic trope of a guy that just can't do anything right and finds a way to make every single bit of it funny as he stumbles along and manages to get by sort of do you have a favorite modok scene oh man um i i was really touched and saddened by all like the sad modok stuff that really got to me i really liked all that stuff uh with little kid modok i thought that was super cute yeah uh I thought th- those things were a lot, like you said, like a lot more touching than I thought they would be. Uh, this show has no business having any heart, and I it's agree. got heart in droves. Uh, I will say, though, that my favorite uh, scene with Modoc was when he was in the AIM kitchen and he kept eating his soup uh, and it was too hot. Uh, and he's like, he's like, I don't know why it's so hot. I, I-, I only microwaved it for 10 minutes. And then, like, after, like, two seconds, you're like, maybe it's, it should be cooled down now. Ow. Okay. Two seconds later, oh, maybe it should be better now. Ow. Like, that that killed me. The simple gag, um, I don't know why, but, like, that, that, that that's the kind of stuff that, like, I, I just kept coming back to. I mean, it's it's my favorite line in the show, um, but he, he, he loves 
90s and early 2000s music uh, and we get to hear about it all the time and that's honestly my favorite Modoc running bit uh, the third eye blind stuff um, and then my favorite line is the uh, <laughs> Hoobastank or the Beatles of the of the yeah. of the nineties and the Beatles were the Hoobastank of the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that for me just epitomizes uh, everything that I love about Modoc himself. Yeah, and like to me, like if you're in Hoobastank, like at that moment when you officially peaked as a band. Uh, yeah, you made it. You you can yeah. stop trying. You're there, baby. Uh, now, how do you feel about this likely being the only season of, of the show? Man, I, I cannot tell you how disappointed I am that that's likely the case. You, you know, know who's going to try and fight for it. Well, but, and remember, too, like we were going to get a crossover between all four of the shows as well, too. They're yeah, all going to be a crossover series. Man, now, do you like predict that? Disney wants to put this product on on Disney Plus at some point. I don't think me, because so. yeah, Disney, I don't. Disney also owns uh, a lot of Hulu as well. They own ninety nine percent of Hulu. So, That's, like, they I, fucking do own Hulu, don't they? God damn. Yeah, the, the majority of everything. So I think they plan to keep on there. Like they plan to keep like Deadpool and like Logan on there. Like they're more rated our properties. Even though this is not rated R. Yeah, I mean, it a, makes sense that this was between a PG thirteen and R, like in that gray area. Yeah, there's some uh, definite adult moments, and there's a lot of people getting cut and ripped in half. Um, yeah. I was uh, definitely surprised. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was definitely surprised by the just vicious amounts of gore uh, and like the jelly that they use. Kind of like grossed me out every time. I was <laughs> like, oh, that's good. That's a good gag. Surprise sight gag that the Melters family thought that they should be speaking to the Melters grave before Modoc. <laughs> um, who's your, who are your favorite of the, of the side characters here? Uh, aside from Lou, I love Gary, uh, who was his right hand man at aim. Like the only person who really, he like was obsessively like had way too much faith in Modoc. Uh, even though Modoc uh, cut off his arm and never gave him cut off his one. right arm. He's yes. his right hand man, and he cut off his right arm at episode one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we never see Gary outside of the aim uh, beekeeper outfit either, uh, and he's just so enthused about and like in like his locket uh, is a picture of Modok as well, or no, is a picture yeah. of Modok's locket, uh, which is a great gag. It, it was solid. It was really fucking solid, and it reminded me a little bit of Bob from Daredevil. Um, but obviously somebody who loves what they do a little bit more than Bob did. Yeah. Or not Daredevil, sorry. Uh, Deadpool, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, my favorite side character is uh, unequivocally uh, the robot played by John Daly. Super uh, Daphroid. Modoc's personal assistant. Uh, yes. Uh, who is constantly being uh, told to like morph into like super basic things like a ladder <laughs> and like yeah. make coffee and shit. <laughs> Uh, who she tells, uh, I think in like well. episode one, Modoc is like telling his daughter to get a, get a smoothie from this smoothie machine. <laughs> he just meant super adaptoid. Yeah, yeah, it's he's a uh, John Daly does a fantastic job of super adaptoid. Yeah, he's a he's a voice you'll recognize even if you don't recognize his face. I feel like 
and I don't know, like I, I went through the show fairly quickly. I probably finished it maybe five or six days. Uh, it's just 10 episodes, about a half an hour for each episode as well. Yeah, I, um, I usually start whenever we got a full season to watch. I usually start two weeks in advance and I did that this time and I finished it all in about three or four days. Um, it usually takes me up until the day of to finish it. I loved this show. I watched it a week and a half ago. I should have rewatched it and I would have so much more to talk about, but yeah, I I could not wait. I couldn't. Well, we talked about this earlier about like how not on the show, but off, off the air about how Jupiter's legacy was canceled. And we were disappointed by that. Uh, But like, we know going into this that like there'll probably not be a second season. And I like Jupiter's legacy, but I'll be more disappointed whenever the official cancellation notice of Modoc comes in. Oh yeah, I'm I'm very disappointed that Jupiter's Legacy got canceled. Uh, by no means was it a perfect ep- or like series of television. I'm not sure it cracks my top ten at the end of the year. If there was a top fifteen, I guarantee it'd be there. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm very upset, very bummed by it. But if this show gets canceled and when it does, um, I do expect it more, but I will be way more upset. So what do you rate this show on a scale of one to 10? Oh, it's a nine. Uh, I recommend this show to anybody and everybody. Uh, If you know comics, if you don't know comics, it doesn't fucking matter. You don't have to have any knowledge um, of anything or anyone in the entire Marvel universe. And you can just go and have a good fucking time. Yeah. I give it an eight out of 10. Uh, I thought it was great and a lot of fun. And I think if you are a comic book fan, you will appreciate all like the deep cut references. And if you're a fan of someone who loved like the heyday of Adult Swim uh, animation, then you will also love the series as well. Yep, I will be. There's so many shows that we watch um, and we talk about, and I never get around to finishing them. This will be a show that I rewatch before I watch some of those shows that Alex has told me to go watch. I agree. Uh, Matt will definitely watch it eight <laughs> times before he watches Peep Show. That's true. That's very yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, next week we're going to be talking, or not next next episode. We're talking about a uh, a small little independent production. We're talking about Loki on Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, smaller budget, um, probably only in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, uh, I think category. they had a Kickstarter and they got ten thousand dollars for it. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy to see what this one camera project can pull out of its yeah. ass. Um, but we are obviously both very much looking forward to that. Uh, as always, you can email us at henchmanacomic at gmail dot com. Real quick, what do you expect from Loki going into uh, it? I expect Owen Wilson uh, just to play Drillbit Taylor. <laughs> 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 That'd be great. I I just want Owen Wilson to play every character he's ever played, uh, no, and then we just have one just big collective wow in the finale. No, just Drillbit Taylor. <laughs> so where the Owen Wilson hey. canon begins and ends for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I I'm excited because it's supposed to change the Marvel landscape going forward. So big things expected. Uh, anyways, you can find us where else. Uh, the internet. Yep, I think so. Uh, for the Henchman Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm gravely injured. Henchman ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs>